Boosh! Welcome, foolish mortals, to our extra spooky Halloween special. I'm here with your ghost hosts, Jess, Heather, and Jeff, to give you a special tour of Walt Disney's Haunted Mansion. But first, the week's travel news. Brace yourself for wall-to-wall creeps and hot and cold running chills. It's time to hit the road with the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Suddenly, the day is gone. Night comes out from under each tree and spreads. The wind prowls the sidewalks in invisible treads like unseen cats. Anyone can see that the wind is a special wind this night, and the darkness has a special feel because it is all Hallow's Eve. Everything seems cut from soft black velvet or gold or orange. Smoke pants up out of a thousand chimneys like the plumes of funeral parades. With every step we take, the strange haunted house leans after us with great groans and whispers. We round the far side of the house and stop, for there is the tree. It stands in the middle of a vast yard behind the house. This tree rises up some 100 feet in the air, taller than the high roofs and full and round and well-branched, and covered all over with rich assortments of red and brown and yellow autumn leaves. But oh, look, says Heather, what's up in that tree? For the tree is hung with a variety of pumpkins of every shape and size, and a number of tints and hues of smoky yellow or bright orange. It's a pumpkin tree, says Jeff. No, I say, and the wind blows among the high branches and tosses their bright burden softly. It's a Halloween tree, says Jess, and he is right. My apologies to Ray Bradbury for paraphrasing his uh, wonderful work. I've got a, a question for you guys before we get started. What was the best Halloween costume you ever had as a kid? The one I had the most often was the hobo. <laughs> with, the, uh, with the shoe polish beard and a knapsack on a stick because my mom forgot to do anything about Halloween until the night of. And hobos always have freckles, too. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's great. It's a requirement. I think my favorite would have to be in, in middle school. My best friend was much, much taller than me, and she always liked to make fun of me for it, and she called me Sprout. And so we went, we dressed up as the Jolly Green Giant and sidekick Sprout. It was great. I think that was seventh, eighth grade, something like that. Um, well, I grew up in the 80s. And so the trend in the 80s for store-bought costumes uh, was basically a plastic shirt with a picture of no. who you were supposed to be <laughs> on the shirt. Yes. Um, so that is my, so strange. Yeah, and for some reason, though, I really loved my He-Man version. And yeah, basically it was He-Man's sword, and I think I had a really bad Prince Valiant wig on, and then just <laughs> a plastic shirt that said He-Man and had a picture of He-Man on it, so... And, and then they, they have those plastic masks plastic that cut mask. into your face. Yes, yeah, yes. the ones that they like cut your eyes, and and... cut you. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. it was a wonderful time to be alive. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a. I wanted to do be uh, anybody from Kiss, but it was always sold out. So I would be Peter Chris. I was Peter oh. Chris two years because we couldn't get the better one. But and then the, the mask would crack, and you had to get a new one each year. Nobody wanted to be Peter Chris. Nobody. Wa- Peter oh. Chris didn't even want to be Peter Chris. Nope. <laughs> oh. but, but Eric Singer does. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Lost. <laughs> I want to be a cat. Man. Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Said almost no one. <laughs> <laughs> 
my mom was always really handy with a sewing machine. She was a seamstress. One year she made me a rocketeer costume, with like a oh, full nice. jumpsuit and like made a, a helmet out of like metallic fabric and stuff. Oh, cool. It was pretty awesome. And then the next year she made, uh, I was, um, what was Will Wheaton's name on Next Generation? Wesley Crusher. We- Wesley Crusher. Yeah, she made me, Wesley. I was him and it was like perfect spot on. Was it the rainbow one? That Star had, like, Trek. The- the rainbow no, the, the red and no oh when he was like the one piece jumpsuit jumpsuit when he was the incident yeah. did he yes. give you a little bit of a camel toe like his did <laughs> <laughs> i mean i was in i was in i think the fifth grade fourth grade so i don't i don't know that i was <laughs> you weren't aware of that <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I, don't, I don't know if that things had filled out quite i yet, see but. where you're going with this, yeah. <laughs> your managers thanks jeff let's go to the news who wants to tell a story first <laughs> Um, I guess I could start. Um, So Universal Orlando Resort has announced the year that the third or fourth theme park, depending on who you ask, um, is going to be. Depending on your opinion. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, the the next park, Epic Universe, is going to be set to open in 2023. And it was just announced, announced on a Comcast third quarter earnings call. And that's all we have. I think, Heather, you were actually in attendance for this call, correct? I did listen to the whole call, yeah, hoping for more than just a year. <laughs> and yeah, Time so well spent. The that whole is so call impressive. was very dry and boring, <laughs> and they said 2023. That was it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with you, Jeff. I'm so impressed they can get that done by three years from now. Yeah. It seems so quick. I mean, they've already been working on it. If you've driven past the site, they've they've been clearing the land and, and moving in pieces for a while now. But that's still really impressive, especially for the size of that place. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and especially when you consider it was the total amount of time it's supposed to take to build the Tron coaster at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it takes Disney it three years him, to do a hot dog stand usually. So, I mean. It took them like six years to do Pandora from announcement to finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So uh, OSHA regulations be darned. Let's build this thing. (laughs) Get her done. (laughs) Balls to the wall. All right, Heather. Uh, Yes. Last week, uh, the Detroit airport became the third American airport that's now going to allow non-ticketed visitors past security. This is kind of cool. Do you all remember before 9-11 when you could go all the way to the gate and drop people off? Well, there are three airports as of last week, Detroit, Pittsburgh, and Tampa. And the way that it works is that non-ticketed visitors have to apply in advance for a pass, and then they have to go through security just like everybody else. But once you do that, you can go to the to the gate with your whoever you're dropping off at the airport. I, I'm honestly not sure if there's a huge demand for this. They, you always, if you were a parent who had to drop off a child who was an unaccompanied, unaccompanied minor, yeah, there you, you went through a similar sort of thing. They got you a special pass and you went through security and you were able to do that. But now this is just for anyone who wants to go through security and accompany someone to the gate. Yeah, I'm good with that as long as they're still checked and vetted. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the fact that you have to apply in advance and then you're still going through exactly the same security. Uh, I watched a little NBC report on it and they interviewed some people who thought it wasn't a good idea and that it wasn't safe. And it made me kind of think, well, I mean, if it's not safe, they're going through the exact same security yeah. that everyone else safe? is. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. I just, I personally wouldn't do that. I mean, 
I love my family members, but I don't want to have to go through security just to say goodbye. <laughs> so I, know. Like, I, yeah. I can do that over I there. I when I quit having to go wait with my mom for two hours at the game. <laughs> <See ya. laughs> Uncle Sam won't Bye-bye let me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I have the latest installment in our newest feature for the new segment here. Oh, um, I've got a pair of weird hotels for you guys. Ah. Uh, the first one is it's going to be opening uh, next year and it is a giant basket hotel a basket yes a (laughs) woven so there used to be this company the longaberger basket company yeah yeah. it's in ohio building is in about schmidt yes sure and if you say so (laughs) (laughs) take your word for it it's a giant basket yes it's literally a giant basket with two handles up top it's like a big picnic basket it's located in newark ohio well longaberger basket company is no more they abandoned the building in 2016 and now somebody's turning it into a 150 room hotel so it was a basket factory shaped like a basket Mm-hmm. Well, this was the headquarters for the company, but yes, oh, okay, it, it's, it. it looks like a wicker basket with handles up there, huh. and uh, now it's going to be a hotel. Weird. It already has a fitness center, auditorium, and a restaurant, as well as a pond out front. A pond in front of the basket. <laughs> oh, so you can have a picnic next to the yes. pond. I'm excited. Keep your basket behind you. I'm excited. Yes. I can finally live my dream of, of sleeping like an abandoned kitten. Like That's going to be like... <laughs> there you go. That's a here's the yeah, that's a big basket. Jeff is showing us a photo of it, and that is the weirdest <laughs> thing yeah. I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, there's a scene awesome. in about Schmidt where he takes off on the road and stops and just looks at that building like, "What the hell? Like, what is that?" <laughs> yeah, cool. that was one of my weird roadside attractions on my list last huh. time we went on one of those epic trips. I've never um, heard of this thing. I've been yeah, wanting so... to sleep in a basket, so road trip. <laughs> Let's do it. 150 rooms. It's not that far from the world's largest washboard. No word yet on the price, (laughs) but it opens next year. (laughs) All right. And then the other one uh, is you can hop on Airbnb right now and stay uh, the night in a giant potato. Uh, just outside of downtown, <laughs> downtown Boise, Idaho, an Idaho woman has turned a six-ton potato into an Airbnb complete with a hot tub. And um, I don't know what else to say other than it is definitely a potato, and the inside <laughs> is the inside of a potato. You know, they just need the amusement park next door. Yes, I can wear my Potato Land shirt. Guys, I I hate to break it to you. I've heard of this place, and there have been a lot of complaints that they use too much starch in the sheets. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Dad joke for the day provided by. Hop on Airbnb to book it $200 a night. It's located on 400 acres of farmland. Uh, Accommodate two guests and includes air conditioning and a nearby silo that houses the bathroom, fireplace, and hot tub. A nearby silo? You have to leave the potato to go to the bathroom? Uh-huh. <laughs> this, I mean, this potato Sign is not huge. It's like it's like an air it's like a uh, airstream trailer size. So. Uh, it's I, a I have to leave okay. my potato to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so I always feel like there are eyes on me. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's two. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> okay, Jess, what else? All right. Have? So the uh, other news item I have today is um, Star Tours is adding some new scenes that are going to be from the new Rise of Skywalker uh, motion picture coming out on December 20th. So um, it's going to be added to Star Tours at Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Walt Disney, excuse me, Disneyland Paris and Tokyo Disney Resort. And uh, it's going to feature a few scenes. We're not sure about all of them, except one of the new destinations will be the ocean moon of, and I'm probably not pronouncing this correctly, Keth Burr. Um, and that's the planet that you can see in the new trailer that Kylo Ren and Rey seem to be fighting on the uh, chunk of Death Star on. So that mm, looks cool. Cool. Did they add scenes for the last one? I remember they did the first of the new trilogy, but I can't remember if they added scenes from the second one. I don't remember. From The Last Jedi? The last I don't Jedi. remember. I've written it many times since then, and I don't remember ever seeing anything specifically for that film on it, so I don't think they I don't think they did. It would be pretty awesome to go through the yes. crates with uh, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. Red, red salt. That red sand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that was super cool. With the crystal foxes. What? That was a thing? Yeah. Yeah, in the cave. Mm -hmm. It led in them the out to safety. In the cave on that planet. Hmm. They were little I think I only saw that movie once in the theater. Sparkly fox-like mm. creatures that led mm. them out the back. Mm. I don't <laughs> know if they're supposed to be foxes, but they, they look like foxes made out of diamond. Mm. Oh. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Cool and creatures. I think they're called Swarovski foxes. Ah, oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> I believe that is correct. I'm on a roll. <laughs> that extra few days really helps. back to your potato. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a news item that I wanted to bring up because I, I think this is really important to get this news out there. And it's that on October 21st, the FBI released their findings in the toxicology studies they've been doing on all of the tourists who died in the Dominican Republic. And the FBI has stated that the results of their screening and extensive testing are that all of the people who were re reported to have died in the, in the Dominican Republic were all of natural causes. There was absolutely zero evidence of tainted alcohol or any other nefarious sources. And it, this one, this it's. I'm, I'm glad that they've gotten the information out there, but it's it's so disheartening that uh, the entire tourism industry of the Dominican Republic has just been destroyed over the last year by all the of this media. reporting by the media. Yeah, and there was actually actually nothing. None of the reports that the media were sharing were founded in any kind of fact whatsoever. Yeah, this really isn't shocking. Yeah. No. I mean, you've got a bunch of. They were mostly older people that. Yep. Not, maybe not older, but middle-aged yeah. uh, people. And you go on vacation, you're maybe a little more active. You maybe indulge a little bit more. So, yeah, more walking of... and paragliding and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's uh, sad. And they really wrecked that industry. We've heard from so many of our vendors that are really just struggling right now to get the business back. Mm -hmm. the, re the, the report says the results of the additional extensive toxicology testing completed to date have been consistent with the findings of all local authorities. A State Department spokesperson said 
Methanol poisoning from tainted alcohol was ruled out by the FBI in these cases during the toxicology screening, and it was not the finding in any of the other cases of U.S. citizen deaths investigated by Dominican authorities. Hmm. Hopefully, these findings will help boost tourism to the Dominican, which has greatly suffered following the deaths of these 10 tourists. Well, unfortunately, news coverage of these findings has been nowhere near as oh, loud or copious as the original yeah. story. I so mean, the place, I saw it yeah. in one little blurb in a in a travel uh, mm-hmm. in an industry website. I haven't yeah. seen it. And I watch the nightly news every night, the same nightly news where Lester Holt couldn't wait to tell me about a mysterious death in the Dominican. But now there's nobody's talking about anything. It's not as sensational. Yeah, it's 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 really a shame. And now they'll have to do a full court press uh, publicity to say, hey, people aren't dying because of us. Come <laughs> come visit. Come back to the Dominican. Yeah. Yes. yes. And hopefully we can get that that word out that it absolutely it is safe. Um, people die safe in the United States every day. Place. Right. Yeah. You have to be you have to take the same precautions you would take visiting Chicago for the weekend. So there's a man that is um, suing Universal Orlando Resort um, because he purchased their Coca-Cola Freestyle refillable cup. Um, and he found during his trip that uh, it kept asking him to wait 10 minutes between refills. Um, they do this so <laughs> that they do this so that you're not filling up a cup and then pouring it into another cup and then pouring refilling. It out right. Filling an ice bucket yeah. like I used to do. Exactly. So. Um, <laughs> He feels that uh, that was not properly conveyed to him before he bought the cup. And so he is suing Universal and he there are no specified damages as to like what he's seeking. Um, but he is demanding a jury trial. Yes. And he said that they were not allowing him to properly quench his thirst. Exactly. With sugary <laughs> drinks. Seriously thirsty dude. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that cannot be for one person. Ten minutes is plenty to drink a because those freestyle cups that they sell there are big. They're like a thirty two yeah. ounce, I think. Yeah, they're huge. And I just want to be on the jury. Like that that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I'd love to send him packing with nothing. <laughs> Maybe a new cup. You get nothing. But yeah, so next time you're uh, you're using those freestyle machines, be aware there is a waiting period. You have to. You have it's to. It's the same way at any of those with the RFID yeah. RFID chips. Yeah, same with the you refillable mugs at Disney Resort. Sip your drink slowly so you don't down your entire 32 ounce Coke in 10 minutes. <laughs> You know, like your mom taught you to do when you were a toddler. I got that ice bucket (laughs) comment because I literally at the uh, Art of Animation food, no, it was Pop Century Food Court a few years back before they switched to those new cups, saw a woman filling her ice bucket with soda. (laughs) I've seen stuff like that back before they they switched. So that's why they had to switch to that Mm -hmm. RFID technology. Yeah. We can't have nice things. Nope. (laughs) Not even soda. I just (laughs) never want a bucket of soda. Yeah. Right. (laughs) <laughs> Country time, maybe. <laughs> Not soda. Give me a bug- bucket of crystal light, but you know. <laughs> bucket of <laughs> crystal light. Crystal light. <laughs> so, the last thing I wanted to share, because this is our Halloween week episode, was mm-hmm. earlier on a, in an earlier episode, we all talked about spooky places 
that we've visited. And uh, the Travel Channel released an article titled The Creepiest Places in All 50 States. So I didn't want to go through all of these, but I wanted to share what is con- they consider the creepiest place in each of our states and get your thoughts. Uh, the first one actually for Alabama, Jeff already brought this one up to us, the Sloss Furnaces, uh, which he, as he shared with us, was open from 1882 all the way to 1971 and now seems to be haunted by foreman James Slag Wormwood. <laughs> so it looks, like, it, looks like, it looks like they agree with you on that one there, Jeff. I kind of wish that was my nickname. <laughs> it can be. Sure we can make that happen right <laughs> We're retitling this podcast Slag in the Gang. <laughs> Perfect. That's our funk band name. <laughs> Just funk songs about foundries. And <laughs> so, Jess, they say that the creepiest place in all of Virginia is the Peyton Randolph House in Williamsburg. Have you ever heard of this? I have not, no. It's supposed to be cursed by a slave named Eve, and the grounds, it said, are haunted by Civil War soldiers. Wow. They got a lot sounds, of civil war ghosts. Sounds fairly creepy. I mean, that's not surprising for Williamsburg, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Here's the one that made me go, okay. Dan and I both live in Michigan, and this list says that the creepiest place in Michigan is Mackinac Island. What? Right? Because there's Mackinac. no cars. Ooh, creepy. <laughs> right. It is if your name's Pez. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's scary how so expensive it is to stay at the hotel there, but. True, that's true. <laughs> is it supposed to be like a haunted hotel? No, I mean, it's just I expensive. have no idea, but it says that the Grand Hotel is known to be possessed by an evil entity with glowing red eyes. It's Christopher Reeve from the past. Possibly. Yeah. Also, I the, get. What was that movie? Uh, somewhere, somewhere in, in time. time. Yeah, that was that it's grand a, hotel. It's a at. beautiful yeah. movie. Yeah. Also, I remember I was, that scene though. Yeah, yeah. In the movie where, <laughs> where the demon comes out and drags him back in time. I thought it was a to, reference to Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, also, and I was unaware of this. It was Mackinac Island was also the site of a, a witch hunt. And seven women were executed, drowned in a place called the Drowning Pool, which you can still visit there, which I've been there dozens of times and never heard of this. It's appropriately <laughs> named. <laughs> it, absolutely. So I guess I need to go back to Mackinac Island and do some kind of a creepy tour. Like, I wouldn't. I had no idea. It sounds scary. <laughs> well, that is where the... Yeah. It's the most picturesque, beautiful little place. It does, it's not creepy at all. I don't but get demons. it. demons. <laughs> Apparently. The fudge yes. demons. <laughs> That's my band name. Yep. I was just going to say. Slag and the fudge demons. Oh. We're on to something. TM, TM, TM. That does, that does sound creepy. Somebody write that down and mail it to yourself so nobody else can steal it. <laughs> So we'll post we'll post a link to that to that uh, article so that our listeners can check out what the creepiest place in their state has been as named by the Travel Channel and let us know what you think. Yeah, if you disagree, tell us what the real creepiest place in yes. your state is. <laughs> My basement. <laughs> well, well, then <laughs> it's a creepy basement. Moving on. 
Well, if you're not totally creeped out already, stick around, because after the commercial break, we're going to go on a deep dive into Disney's Haunted Mansion attraction. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your Key to the World Travel Vacation Planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Have you ever seen a haunted house? You know the kind I mean. That old dark house that's usually at the end of a dimly lit street. The owners haven't been seen for years. No one really knows why. The windows are broken and boarded up, and the shutters hang loose on their hinges. The trees are grown wild. Their branches brush against the side of the weathering house, making strange noises in the night. There's a high vine-covered fence around the property. Is it there to keep somebody out, or to keep something inside? It's a house that people avoid walking past at night. Strange sounds come from within the walls, and strange lights have been seen both in the attic windows and in the cemetery to the side of the house. As we approach the porch of this house, one of the mysterious residents steps out of the shadows, raises a lantern, and speaks. Welcome, foolish mortals, to my Haunted Mansion trivia quiz. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> so before we started talking about the Haunted Mansion, I thought I would ask, uh, there's a few super fans in the room, I think. I thought I would ask you a few trivia questions. These are probably too easy for you, but we're going to try it anyway. So my first question is, how many Haunted Mansion attractions are there in the world? Um, four? called Haunted Mansion? Ah, Jeff, you got to the heart of the question. How many <laughs> How many Haunted Mansion attractions are Three. there in the world? Orlando, Disneyland, and Three. Asia. Four Correct. if you count Mystic Two, Manor. Three. I'm not counting I Mystic know, I just Manor. Had to throw I'm counting the three. <laughs> <laughs> So which of those three, which two are virtually identical inside and out? Disneyland and Disneyland Paris? Uh, the, how could the inside look no. just like the nope. outside? No, uh, it's Orlando and one of the Asian ones that's Correct. not missing. Walt Disney Manor. World and Tokyo Disneyland. Yeah, Tokyo. Are exactly the same mm. on the inside and out. The only difference is Tokyo has two different gargoyles that sit on either side of their entrance. Mm. 
So there are two more Haunted Mansion inspired attractions at Disney Parks. What are they and what are they called? Mystic Manor and Mystic Phantom Manor. Manor. Correct. No. Correct. Mystic Manor is where? Tokyo. Hong Kong. Yeah. Hong Kong, yes. <laughs> yes, Hong Kong. And Phantom Manor <laughs> is Paris. Disneyland, uh, Disneyland Paris. Correct. Correct. Um, where did the original idea for the Haunted Mansion come from? Well, it was Harper Goff who came up with the idea with Walt, but it's based on the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose. Mm-hmm. And according to Marty Sklar, he was asked in 1963 Sklar. to write up some a real estate sign copy inviting retired ghosts to take up new residence in Disneyland. And it turns out that on a visit to the United Kingdom, Walt had mentioned to several reporters that one of the reasons for his trips was that he was searching the old castles and country manor homes for ghosts, but only ghosts that had a passion to continue to practice their trade in a new environment built specifically for them at Disneyland. And then the story grew from there. But it's something that had been on the back burner for the Imagineers way back um into the like around 1955 or 56 i think when they were just starting to talk about Disneyland. yeah when they were originally planning to put the park across the street from the studios they had come up with that idea right and it was going to be a walkthrough so yeah my last, that's uh my last question is see that. oh yeah absolutely my last question is which version is each of your favorites mine is walt disney world's version but that's just because it's the one i grew up on I've only ever seen Walt Disney World, so oh, I guess I have to go with that one. Out. You didn't you didn't see uh, Disneyland? No, it was D- Disneyland was packed because we were there at Christmas time, so it was the overlay and oh, the kids and the were too spooked by true. it. Yeah. So <laughs> I prefer the overlay at Disneyland to the regular. I like one. the overlay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My I love favorite the outside version is and definitely... the boarding part of um, Disneyland over Walt Disney World. There's not that weird bottleneck when you come out of the stretching yeah. room and <clears throat> all that, mm-hmm. but I like yeah. I like the stair rooms and a couple of other things that they don't have at Disneyland at the Disney World version. My the Phantom favorite Manor is definitely Phantom Manor. Yeah, love that one. But we can talk oh. more about that later. Do you have other questions? Was that it? That was my last question, and except for <laughs> I toyed around with asking if you guys knew who the lead Imagineers were for each of the different haunted mansions. Um, I know for stateside ones. So Raleigh Crump and Yale Gacy, Mark Davis, Exitensio, and Claude Coates. Yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very good. And then, um, wait, Here, go ahead. Let me, <laughs> You're cheating. Let me You're think cheating. about it real quick. <laughs> how, about Dis- how about Disney World? Um, um, well, uh, a lot of those elements, they, they were building at the same time for mm-hmm. both parks, so it's kind of hard right. to say who. Claude who. Coates and Herb Ryman are the right. two most mentioned for Disney World. Herb Ryman. Mm, And then Tony Baxter oversaw all of Disneyland Paris, so he had a huge hand in in that one. And Hong Kong was Joe Lanzacero. I met Tony Baxter in person, and I can say he does have huge hands. (laughs) That's what I've always wondered. (laughs) He could crush my head like a walnut. (laughs) That's terrifying. I think we should maybe start 
<laughs> um, back at the beginning of the Haunted Mansion, like Heather mentioned, that I mean, they were basically thinking about this in one form or another pretty much from the day that Disneyland opened, if not before. At one point, Walt wanted to build a street off of Main Street USA uh, that would dead end into a haunted house. Um, and there's so many cool backstories. Um, yeah, the original they drawings were like with. a little hill back there that it was set up on. It looked yeah. cool. They didn't yeah. want it. They decided, um, though, that they didn't want anything decrepit looking in the park. So that's why they went mm-hmm. away from it. Yeah, that was that was Walt's uh, commandment. He didn't. He wanted everything to look new and, and not yeah. broken On the outside down and, and then let the ghosts take care of the inside. Correct. The original drawings of that haunted house on the hill are exactly what Phantom Manor in Paris look like. Kind of almost like the psycho house. Kind of what I like mm-hmm. about it is it it looks you know walking up onto that that it's it's it haunted. Is a haunted house, yeah. Yeah. So, let's see. I'm trying to think of some of the interesting things that I was thinking about when they were first designing it. Um, well, there was some argument as to whether it would be very scary or very fun and sing-songy. So they split the difference and had the first part be scary and the second part be sing-songy and more funny, which I like. It winds you down. If any kids are scared, then they calm down once the songs kick in and everything yeah. gets a little more wacky. Yeah, it's kind of that balance between Mark Davis on the wacky end and uh, Claude Coates on the scary side of things mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of who gets the credit for each of those ends of things why don't you share with us the the backstory of the haunted mansion the original the disneyland well it's kind of hard there's so much that's been kind of added on by fans over the years that kind of gets adopted by various cast members at different levels over the years but basically what happens is um you approach this haunted house and you enter and the first half of the attraction is um you see you see signs of paranormal activity but you never actually see the ghosts until you uh go into madame leota's seance room and once Mm -hmm. she calls all of the ghosts out that's when you finally see them when you get into the ballroom where there's a birthday party going on and the famous dancing ghosts that are not holograms um, hey. Not at all. Not at all. No. Spoiler alert. Yeah, no, they're even cooler than holograms, but we can talk about that magic trick later. Um, you go up into the attic where now you're confronted by this um, terrible, the Black Widow bride. Murderous, um, axe murdering bride. Yes. Um, at which point you are uh, frightened and fall backwards out of the window to your death into the graveyard, um, and where you join the rest of the ghosts in their frolics and fun in the cemetery. And then you leave and a ghost follows you home. Was the deadly bride always the thing there? I don't remember that as a kid. There's always been a bride, but she was not anything like Constance until pretty recently. Mm -hmm. She used to be silent. Uh, It was a really spooky effect uh, when she had this, her heart would glow pulse with the sound of her heartbeat Mm -hmm. um, for a while. Yeah, That's my favorite version of the bride. There there were several changes to her and then they decided that she needed a story up there. (laughs) She definitely has the the spooky evil story in the Haunted Mansion versions. I love the the Phantom Manor version, which is completely different. There's a lot of elements of the bride, but she's not an ex-murderer. Is it still based around like the Gracies? I have the right in the loading. I have the whole I have the whole story of the legend of the Phantom Manor, if you'd like to hear it. It's I would actually love a, to hear it. It's actually a great, great story. Tell us so the story, legend, Heather. 
the legend of <laughs> Phantom Manor. Flush with his earnings from the mine at the height of the gold, gold rush, Henry Ravenswood built a stately Victorian manor high atop a hill overlooking the town of Thunder Mesa and the mine that went with it. Nothing was too good for his wife Martha and their young daughter Melanie, but the gold eventually ran out and Henry Ravenswood's luck along with it. Then a great earthquake struck Thunder Mesa in 1860 during preparations for Melanie Ravenswood's wedding. Henry and Martha perished in the quake, and their daughter was never seen again. Or was she? Their dun, once dun, magnificent dun. home fell into a state of disrepair and neglect. Eerie shadows would sometimes be seen through dingy windows, and strange sounds came from within, leading the locals to dub the house the Phantom Manor. But what really happened on the day of the earthquake? Was Melanie Ravenswood alive or dead? And what happened to her groom? The manor's true story was revealed long after the deaths of Henry and Martha Ravenswood and the disappearance of their daughter. Melanie's fiancé had planned to move her far away from Thunder Mesa and her father. Henry Ravenswood disapproved and vowed to stop the wedding at all costs. But that fateful earthquake prevented him for, from doing so. Or did it? Locals believe that the mysterious phantom is actually Henry Ravenswood himself, who murdered his daughter's intended from beyond the grave to keep her from marrying against his wishes. Melanie survived, but never left the house, wandering through the manor in her bridal gown until her dying day and beyond. But Henry Ravenswood never left either, dead set on keeping his daughter in Thunder Mesa forever. Melanie's intended still hangs around as well, in the stretching chamber, by a rope around his neck, that is. And now the domestic staff has finally opened up the house to tell their story and allow visitors to try to unlock the secrets of the manor for themselves. Guests quickly discover that the Phantom and the Bride never-to-be are engaged in an eternal struggle for Ravenswood Manor and the souls of everyone who dares enter. The Phantom and his army of ghosts, ghouls, and goblins make every attempt to lure unsuspecting visitors to the other side while the bride struggles to help her mortal friends live to tell the secret of Phantom Manor. And he would have gotten away with it too if it hadn't been for those meddling kids. <laughs> that is old and Mr. Johnson from the kids. carnival. <laughs> <laughs> what? In Disneyland Paris, it's great that because the Phantom Manor sits basically right across from uh, Big Thunder That's Mountain cool. Railroad, and it's kind of goes back to what they originally wanted it the whole story of Big Thunder Mountain and the Haunted Mansion mm -hmm. to kind of be woven together. And there is actually a portrait of Henry Ravenswood in Big Thunder Mountain at Walt Disney World. Have you guys ever seen it? I have not. Yes. Well, I've seen pictures of it. I had no idea that it was there until about two weeks ago. <laughs> we were in line to ride Big Thunder Mountain, and my son, who is a huge Haunted Mansion fan and has read every book and article you can find about it pointed it out to me as as you're going down when you're in the queue and you're going down into the loading area if you turn around and look up behind you the portrait is hanging it's kind of creepy it's sort of darkly in the shadows above that line that yeah. is so weird i've never noticed it. that's the one that's tony baxter no right was there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah he's got those giant hands that's, that's actually a portrait of him in the middle and a hand a portrait of each hand on either side it's a recurring theme with you really taken aback by tony baxter <laughs> well big hands they know you're the one 
<laughs> yeah, I just I really love the like the care that that Tony Baxter and the team took with Phantom Manor and really building up that story. And the ride is is pretty similar to uh, the Haunted Mansion in in the United States, wouldn't you say, Jeff? Just until the end. Uh, one thing I loved at the loading dock when you're getting on the machine, instead of just being a mirrored wall and candles and stuff, you're actually uh, beyond on the other side of where they load the track is the bride looking out of this huge window, and they've got the effects going like this, like it's storming outside, and there's stairs and, yeah. on either side, and she's just looking out, longing into the night. It's it's cool, and it's a cool animatronic. It's cool and creepy. Very lightly. Yeah. It's super creepy. And so she's right there where you're loading, just on the other side of the um, track in the cars. I love that. But when you come down out of the attic, you continue to not just come downstairs. You go into the graveyard and then down inside a grave, and you're underground mm-hmm. for the last third of the ride. Yeah, and that backwards slide into <clears throat> it is yeah. it, it, you can see that you're going underground because yeah, you you're see... down out of the house and then yeah. you're ground and then there's roots and, and all coffins this stuff and then you're underneath in the roots. yeah that's awesome and then yeah and yeah you see the coffins and the graves and all that and then you're in a for some reason old west like ghost town yeah it's like a go- yeah. yeah yeah it's a ghost town underground under the haunted so it's like all to of the, thunder mesa all of the ghosts from thunder mesa yeah so yeah. there's and like it's super ghost I, I, would, cards. I only got to write it once so i was overwhelmed like there's a hundred things i missed i'm sure but i was just like <laughs> what in the world is happening yeah the ghosts are playing cards and having gunfights and there's yeah. a saloon and it sounds like it's overall kind of darker than the american version yeah in some ways it's it it tongue-in-cheek it's kind of like a dark yeah. Scary ghost version of the pirate scene where they're all partying and stuff, yes, okay, yeah, chasing around and all. It has that. that. It opens up like that scene uh, where the the woman's chasing the pirates around and everything's just kind of fun and doom ticket doom ticket. It's like that kind of a thing, but underground and a little more scary. And I had no idea that was going to happen, so it kind of blew now my I mind. Have to go. And I recommend one... not watching too many. Uh, of course, we've just spoiled it for anyone, but <laughs> I would watch too. I watch too many ride throughs of things like that when you uh-huh. when you're traveling to the different parks because it's cool to be surprised like that Mm -hmm. and there's tons of things we haven't spoiled here one of the things i love about that one is is that uh what similar to in disneyland that you when you enter the house you're Mm -hmm. entering through the front door Mm -hmm. okay you Mm -hmm. walking up onto the porch and going right in the front door which is not what happens in in walt disney world and tokyo yeah i have seen videos and uh the leading up to the entrance there that's really creepy with there's the there's the um little pagoda with the music box playing the music box version of the Mm -hmm. yeah there's a ghost theme and it's super dead fountain that kids like to play in <laughs> that in there just, that just popped into my head as we were standing there last summer it, 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 it there's like a it's supposed to be an empty uh bird, bird bath, bath i think yeah okay it's like and, a beautiful courtyard that's become overgrown and looks terrible and has an empty fountain and bird bath and these two dumb kids had climbed the fence and were just in there the playing and no one yeah. no one cared they were putting dirt they were dumping dirt into the bird bath and they had a stick and were stirring it like a witch's cauldron and then splashing each other with that the disgusting it, yeah. water yeah, it was like brown you can't have nice there. things that was scarier than the attraction we i was trying to figure out who brings kids to disney <laughs> Bad move. Why would you do that? It ruins all the fun. 
Well, should we talk about um, Mystic Manor real quick, and then we can kind of walk oh, yeah. through the the American Parks version? Absolutely. Mystic Manor is a fun one, too. I unfortunately have not been able to actually ride it. I have virtually ridden it on an ABD. <laughs> And okay. I've, yeah, <laughs> and I have Adventures by Disney. Sorry, throwing out the acronyms there. And I've talked to some folks who have been able to write it, and it looks, this Your is, this is it, definitely, right? on, yes, he did. This is definitely on my bucket list. It looks so cool. So the, the, the Chinese have a much different relationship with spirits than we do. So the idea of a scary ghost isn't really culturally relevant to them they're not scared of ghosts they welcome them they want their ancestors to come and <laughs> hang out with them and so so mystic manor still has sort of that same look and feel to the outside but then in in the ride itself it's you come you are introduced to oh what is his name Henry Mystic? Henry Mystic, yes, Lord Mystic, who is a member of SEA. Society of Explorers and Adventurers. Yes. And his <gasps> his trusty sidekick monkey. I can't remember his name. Um oh, his monkey his, his <laughs> monkey is oh, where is it? I jotted it down somewhere. Uh, I was just looking at the book and I clicked it. Dr. Phineas <laughs> McPoopslinger. Probably. <laughs> That sounds right. We'll go Albert. with that. Albert. His name Albert. is Albert. <laughs> of course it is. What else would it be? So so Lord Mystic has collected all of these these treasures from his exploring and you you load the ride and somehow you get separated from Henry Mystic and Albert is going to take you through the museum and uh, of course he opens uh, something he shouldn't and releases a spirit and then as you're going through the ride everything starts to come alive and in true Disney fashion something goes terribly wrong and we're in mortal peril and then we come out okay on the other side this one is uh, an interesting trackless ride the the yeah. ride vehicles are uh, autonomous kind of like in um, Remy's Ratatouille. Ratatouille adventure yeah they also use great uh, they use the projection mapping yeah. effects to great effect in this in this ride yeah, it's I've pretty seen amazing some writers and it looks pretty impressive. Yeah. And the sound design is really something. It really is. We got to take a tour on the Adventures by Disney backstage magic uh, itinerary where we went to Imagineering and they took us in the sound booth where they worked on the mixing of it and did a virtual ride through of it with the actual sounds, the way that it was really neat. in there. So cool. So many channels of stuff going on and you really could feel like you were there. It was definitely a, a great way that they adapted the attraction to the, the culture of the Hong Kong culture. I never knew that about why they had done that with the ghosts being well, welcome did, and all. Mm -hmm. Didn't they also do the same thing with their Tower of Terror is... Uh is slightly different because of the ghosts. Exactly, yeah. And it also has a monkey on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about the same. It's, it's, it's Dr. A, Phineas um, McPoopslinger. There's a cursed object that comes to yeah. life, and yeah, that's what causes the causes the mayhem instead of a instead of a mischievous In spirit. In China, they actually welcome elevators to fall and kill people, so they oh. just turn it into a fun time. <laughs> Well, and there goes our Chinese audience. Yeah. <laughs> they both, they both get a letter from the Chinese government. <laughs> oh no! Well, Jess, I know, I know, your haunted mansion is is way at the top of your list, and you have done both 
Disneyland and Disney World, which is your favorite? Well, so just by default, Walt Disney World is my favorite. Um, but a close second, I will say, is the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay at Disneyland. Hmm. That was the first time I rode that one, and I, you know, I wasn't expecting much. I like Nightmare Before Christmas, but I kind of went into it with a purist attitude of being a little dismissive because I didn't think. I'm going to hate this because I love the haunted mansion. And it was my first time, and I was like, finally, I get to see the Hatbox Ghost. I don't want all this other stuff crowding it, you know, like it was important for me. But (laughs) I I was blown away. Like, I really think they do a great job with that. Um, it's it astonishing how much they yeah, do. Yeah, I thought it was just going like to be like everything. Yeah, different. I thought it was going to be like a Christmas decoration here and there, and then you know a Jack Skellington mm-hmm. audio animatronic. But I mean, they put a gingerbread house in the queue when you're getting on the the Omni Mover, like, <laughs> yeah. and then from there it's yeah. just anywhere they can fit it in, they put it in. But it, the stretching room is totally yeah, different. Yeah, and with it just uh, never Jack Skellington. It never there. feels overdone. It never feels like they're cramming it in and it doesn't fit. It really seems to work. So I have a special place. So is that room actually stretching? It depends on which one you're in. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they go, no windows and no doors. But yeah, we all just came in a big giant door. <laughs> Suspension of dis- disbelief, I don't Jack. remember climbing in the window. <laughs> I agree. I absolutely love the overlay at Disneyland's Haunted Mansion. So here's here's my beef with that overlay. The the um the Walt Disney World Beef. Haunted Mansion is identical to the Tokyo Disneyland Haunted Mansion, correct? But we know. Walt Disney World doesn't get the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay and Tokyo does. Is Tokyo considered a locals park like Disneyland? Hmm, I bet it I bet that that could be true. Yeah. yeah so that's so the excuse they give at at Walt Disney World is because, because people might only see it once and Right. Yeah, mm. it's that and it, takes, it takes them like at least what a month to do the over, to like put the overlay yeah, it in. Is a which, long time. Yeah, yeah. so they're and to remove it afterwards. So it's it's like a good six months between downtime and uh, when it's overlaid that people are not able to see OG haunted mansion. Well, that's yeah. just time that people could be spending in the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> Best place to take a nap. <laughs> that's the that's the real scary attraction. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you referring to, Jeff? I'm not. Just the Martin Van Buren. Lincoln. Martin Van Buren. Yes. Really Martin Van Buren. <laughs> scares me every time. What was the one who only died after a few days? Yeah, fine. Benjamin Harris? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the presidential secrets. <laughs> President James Tiberius Kirk. <laughs> He's my favorite. I was more a fan of Vice President Spock. <laughs> We're way well, that's off. not logical. <laughs> we are way off. <laughs> okay, so I was thinking we could kind of walk through the Haunted Mansion uh, and, and talk about what we like about the various parts. And since I only have experience with the Walt Disney one, I'm going to go off of that. And then if you want to throw in how it's different in uh, Disneyland or, or things that you like from Disneyland or whatever, feel free. But uh, something that's very controversial that I want to know what you guys think about is uh, what do you think about that standby queue they put in about seven years ago or so with all the playthings, the interactive toys and stuff, the interactive stuff. Yeah. 
I don't go in standby queues. I don't either. <laughs> I oh. haven't I haven't done a standby line for that agent. ride in like five years. So no, I have actually done that one, and it was it was a time when the wait was only about twenty minutes, so we kind of zipped past most of that. But I think I I'm good with all those activities in the standby line. Anything to yeah. keep kids from being more annoying. <laughs> I just can't get over the germs. I don't know. I just keep looking. The at only it. thing I don't like is when the line is progressing and a kid or even an adult is still happy doing what they're doing and they don't move forward yeah well then they've lost their spot bypass (laughs) them Mm -hmm. walk right by i mean i feel it fits in pretty well i mean because they've always had the leota tombstone that opens her eyes and kind of looks at you so i feel like it fits in with that because everything is sort of stone based like it's either a statue or a sarcophagus right so i feel like yeah, it, it's like you're going through the, through a graveyard yeah there. so i feel like Which, at least they yeah. did a good job of, of fitting it in i've seen it i haven't actually gotten to like sort of play with any of them but it, it seems like it it's fits just from the look disneyland so. queue you actually are weaving through the graveyard yeah right. there's nothing really interactive back there but it's mm-hmm. just a graveyard mm-hmm. yeah and that tombstone that jess mentioned that leota tombstone man that thing is it's creepy. I, love I have it. it on my wall. Oh, Jess it's is pointing hanging, at it right behind him. On, yeah. It's hanging, hanging on, his, on his wall. <laughs> yeah, I love I love being there and seeing someone who's never seen it before, and because you never you never catch it if you're staring right at that tombstone. But yeah. they're all, wait a second, what was that? Like yeah, out of the corner of your eye, yeah. catch it. Yeah. It's one of the first yeah. things I remember from being a little kid and getting on that ride, and I I almost didn't go on just because of that, but. Yeah, it's still to this day, it creeps me out and I love it. My favorite room in any of the three that I have ridden is the staircase room in the Walt Disney World version. The sort of M.C. Escher yeah, stair Yeah, it's kind of M.C. Escher and it's, it's definitely Winch, Winchester House themed because it's like stairs and doors that go nowhere. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love the backward and upside down stairs. And that, that room just trips me out every time. I, I wouldn't yeah. mind living in there. <laughs> this is this. This this attraction is one of my favorites at any Disney park, and I have to admit that until Dan was sort of reading out the the kind of backstory of the haunted mansion, it never occurred to me that you're when the doom buggy turns and you start going backwards that you are falling out a window and dying. You're not the only one. I didn't realize that until just now, too. (laughs) Right? I I didn't realize it because I wasn't listening when Dan said that. (laughs) (laughs) Well... You can go about sort your of way. Backstory now, and now I'm never going to forget that, and I want to go ride it immediately. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool concept. I don't know if the dying part is like you know the fan cannon thing, but falling backwards out of it. The the thing that I read at the beginning of our discussion is from mm-hmm. an old record, the Storian songs or the Storian sounds from the Haunted Mansion, and the first side is this dramatized story of Ron Howard and some other people or and <laughs> it's starring Ron Howard and some girl. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Um <laughs> and, and and they happen upon the Haunted Mansion and they go through it and it very loosely tells kind of the story of the Haunted Mansion but also really has not much at all to do with it. And mm-hmm. they specifically say at that point that they fall out of the window. I so. love that. I love that. Is this little kid Ron Howard? Opie era Ron Howard? Uh it's right it's right after the end of Mayberry RFD. So, so Richie Cunningham, pre-Richie Cunningham, pre-Richie. Yep. Awkward huh. Yeah, he did a lot of voiceover for uh, Disney, apparently. I really I really dig that. that. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to think about that the next time we're on that attraction. Yeah, it's, I had never thought of it. It's so cool, though. Yeah. It's right when you enter or exit the attic. Yeah. And it makes so much mm-hmm. sense now that you think about it. It's like, oh, duh. <laughs> what do you think? This, this attraction is one that that's big, like, I, I, really a... a 
pulp favorite among Disney fans. What do you think it is about the Haunted Mansion that captures so many people's attention, obsession? Air conditioning. <laughs> I do love that about it, yes. <laughs> it's charming. It's extremely charming. Okay, yeah. It is. It is. It uses, it's all older kind of tech that's still amazing. It's literal magic tricks. Yeah, parlor if magic you look tricks. at how they... Mm-hmm. how they developed a lot of the stuff. Um, I think the fact that the story is not super tightly spelled out for you. You're not watching a book report of a yep. movie. Mm-hmm, You're walking sure. through this storyline. So it, it gives you a lot of room to use your imagination. I, I do like that about yeah. it. I mean, it kind of has become Disney IP now, yeah. but it's not, yes. you know, from a film or... It's based on the amazing Eddie Murphy <laughs> Trigger warning, Jess. We we want to get into that. <laughs> I was going to say it really earlier. She was saying that for the yeah. feathers too ruffled before then. You know. Let's, yeah, I was I was just teasing that. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about Pepper's my ghost. My favorite effect. That's that's that is um my favorite room is the ball. It's also room how scene. they do the ghosts mm-hmm. in uh, Tower of oh, Terror. Yeah. They use it a lot of places. They use it for Pooh Bear in mm-hmm. uh, when he yeah. falls asleep and goes into his oh, dream. Yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. They use it a couple of places in Disneyland dark rides mm-hmm. too uh it's it's such a great simple trick yeah i always lean out of my doom buggy and try to look up above me to see where they're it's down below you heather do you want to describe how it works or do you please do i, I was i was gonna let the magician uh, <laughs> tell us how pepper's ghost works okay um it's an effect that's actually been around for a few hundred years and there were there were some clubs in paris actually there was a trend of uh it was like the Hell Club and a couple other ones that they would put on a show where you would go on and it would be like decorated like you were in the catacombs and um person would go into a coffin and they would look like they morphed into a skeleton without any bones. And that's what they use in the Haunted Mansion and some other places. And it's basically all just mirrors. There's a giant sheet of glass in front of you when you're going through the ballroom scene. And down below you are uh, these ghosts that are hidden in these black painted rooms and the lights are shining on them and there's a mirror and they're actual audio animatronics right yes and so what you're seeing to make it so that you can see through these ghosts is actually their reflection on on that glass the glass in front of you so yeah. that's how that works so i've heard when you are a cast member at Walt Disney World, that that can be one of the, the cool things that you get to do is walk through the Haunted Mansion with the lights mm-hmm. on and see those animatronics and mm-hmm. how I would pay big money for that. Yeah, for real. So would I. That's why the dancers look like they're dancing backwards. Um, that's another little piece of trivia. The women are leading the men in their mm-hmm. dance because yeah. they didn't take oh, into gosh. account the, th- the fact that they're being bounced off of a mirror, so it reversed their movement. Uh, onto and the they, glass and they just oh, never they were just being it. progressive. Yeah. That's one of the <laughs> things that I love about. <laughs> yeah, right. I never noticed that's, it. That's one of the things I love about the uh, "Boo to You" parade during Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is they have they're my favorite those dancers. Oh yeah, they're so dancing good. down the street in mm-hmm. that parade. Yeah, the grave yeah. diggers with the shovels and mm-hmm. then the hitchhiking yes. <laughs> ghosts that look all yeah. luminous and cool. Yeah. I think it's so popular. All of the imagery is just so cool because horror is a is a great thing for imagery in general. But a lot of times it's too scary or too dark and macabre. And this is just the right intro to horror for kids and people that aren't don't really want to be scared, but they like the ideas of it and the mm-hmm. sort of gothic mm-hmm. look of things. Yeah, it's a great 
intro to yeah, scary business. And all the little details. I mean, there's a reason why people will have a phone case of the haunted mansion wallpaper. It's just Only every a single would have that. <laughs> 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 Sorry, every, Jess. every single little inch of it is something cool. I, like the the clock, the color that scheme, even the purples and, that, and greens mm-hmm. and blacks. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, so Jeff's favorite room is the uh, the Escher stairs. Uh, Jess, how about you? So my favorite room uh, would have to be Madame Leota's seance room. Um, I actually I have a uh, I have a tattoo of Madame Leota on my arm, and uh, so that's that's the scene that always stuck <laughs> out to me the most. And I don't know, there's just something about that that scene it's it's sort of like the big introduction like you get creepy sort of prelude up until that point but like you said earlier that's when she sort of brings in the ghosts and uh it sort of starts you on your way and i just love how you kind of go around in a circle from her and it's just a great effect too it still looks great today and it still works i mean my son yeah my son still Mm -hmm, like looks at it every time and he's like that's great i don't i don't see wires or anything you know so yeah me too yeah, that mm-hmm. flying when they made her fly, that's just incredible. How? Yeah. How? <laughs> yeah, so how does, so how cool. do it work? You know, it's cool. Like her book that's on her table that you can't even see. There's pages mm-hmm. in there that are full and have like the spell that she's reading the out. And um, oh, of course. Yeah. Yep. And yep. really, wow. in that book. really, I didn't know that. Yes. Why also, do we know that? There's also the spell that he reads out in. Uh, classic blackbeard's ghost oh, if you're into that action yeah. to, to resurrect blackbeard that's cool <laughs> the and, and the know. book is actually labeled the uh, necronomicon yeah don't read that clatu verata nicto um heather how about you what's your favorite room i think it's the ballroom with the the dancing ghosts and just i see something different in there every, every time something that i've missed and i've ridden that ride probably hundreds of times and I try to look in a different spot mm-hmm. every time I'm, I ride through. And... I'm 49, and just last year noticed the uh, the duel that oh, happens yeah. in the two oh, paintings. And the, and the really? Like, I, was always, wow. I was always looking down and uh-huh. just never looked straight out. Yeah, those guys Hold are... On, my dog's about to bark. Have you... <laughs> those guys are great. There really is. Have you there's ever so noticed this isn't there. part of the ride intentionally, but apparently there's a bullet hole in that glass when you go by the... Uh, apparently, like, an, a yeah. guest's gun went off and he shot a hole in the window. I've never seen it. Yeah, there's a guy with a 22. And it apparently would have cost them too much and, and been too much work right. to replace the whole thing, so they apparently just patched it up. I've yet to find it, but I keep hearing about it, Like, so I figured it was real. Yeah, uh, supposedly that happened that. at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. I Same think. guy? <laughs> and it's like they'd have to open up the... <laughs> I think different guys. But they would have to... Uh, they actually have spare panes of glass for for that area but they would have to open up the roof uh, and get a crane in there to lift them in so you're saying a guest had a gun this was like yeah, back in like the 70s. 70s his and gun went off it was like in his in pants it? or something i guess when everybody had a gun everywhere well i'm gonna look for that the it's next like looking for I jack sparrow that. on soren it's really hard to find apparently so no <laughs> <laughs> gotcha so I keep forgetting how, using a director. <laughs> how does everybody feel again? <laughs> I'm having deja vu the last week. So how does everybody feel about the fact that they take your photo on the Walt Disney World attraction now? I keep 
forgetting uh, where yeah, do they do it it's right when you're going through the the portraits it's like the cat lady mm-hmm. because i'm it's the very last okay. portrait i yeah. need to be sure i have my pants on during that part yeah i was trying to catch it last time and i got my i thought i saw it but i got my photo back i and... keep forgetting and then it flashes at you really and you go oh go that's right they, they take our photo so my most recent <laughs> photo of me is most of the people that i see are there on their phone they're just, yeah, just staring it's a weird place to take a picture nothing's scaring you yeah. nothing's mm-hmm. happening they kind so of added just looks that blank. no and they kind of they yeah they kind of added it without that much fanfare mm-hmm. i wanted it's a just, ticker tape parade it's all it's, it's Reminds me, <laughs> reminds me of the the spot that they added a photo a ride photo on Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. It's it's a weird spot and Yeah, why didn't they do that while you're dropping? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. At least they put in like something to get your attention. It's six feet to yeah. ahead. It yeah. been... Same thing on uh Space Ranger Spin. Nobody everybody <laughs> wanted to just looking looking so serious you're there's nothing going on you're, tr- you're yeah. trying to win that yeah. impossible awful game <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah i don't know why they put that in there see i'm trying to think of just tell us about the hatbox ghost well um... that way we don't have to talk about or should we talk about the awful bride before we talk about him oh yeah did Wait, you what's see your favorite room did you say yeah. Dan? oh i like the corridor of doors with ah yes right after i mean i guess you can include that endless hallway is at the beginning of it. That's a really cool effect with that, the candlestick um, down there. And then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Next to the hidden Donald chair. Yes. Yes. The Donald duck chair and the night that used to come alive. They have, they have that night there. And briefly in the eighties, they had an actor dressed up in another suit of armor and he would come out and scare you as you go by, but they had guests punching him out. And so they took him out very quickly. (laughs) They should just put him a little further back. So that you can't reach him. I love that. That would have been fun. Yeah. So, um, but then you've got all those. They should do that on Halloween. Like they put the actors in uh, at the Mickey's not so scary. Halloween parties, they have live actors in Pirates of the Caribbean. They should do that in the Haunted Mansion. I think they brought him back uh, very briefly for the 50th celebration. This uh, At at, uh, Disneyland? Yeah, I'm not sure if they did it at both or at just Disneyland Mm -hmm. or what. Yeah. But yeah, so you go down that hallway and, I mean, the the gags on each of the doors are pretty cool. Um, How, you know, some of them are just shaking the the doorknobs and yeah, the one that the one that swells like the out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then my favorite thing to look at is the family portraits of the ghosts, and they're all basically the hitch, the hatbox ghost, and then who's there's like four ghost heads that they repeat for all of the ghosts, um, mm-hmm. and and they're all them with different wigs and clothing on, and there's one with a crown yes, the that one, looks all the crazy. One that looks like bedhead. He's like. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I wish I had a picture of that to share, but um, <laughs> yeah, I like I like looking at all those family portraits. They're pretty cool. And there's a cross dish sample that says "Home Sweet Tooth." I do love the graveyard scene, and I love that. Right, the last thing you see is the fat woman singing to show uh-huh. you that it's yes. over. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, so in the attic, that's another controversial place. We kind of talked about what the old bride used to be like, and then there's this new constant storyline. Constance. Jess, how do you feel about Constance? Uh, I don't like. I don't like the better effect. or worse than the movie. 
Oh, <laughs> better than the movie. <laughs> better than the movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> if it were as bad as the movie, I would get up and like walk out of the doom buggy in the middle of it. Like that was. <laughs> <laughs> Which effect is it that you don't um, like the the portraits of the heads? No, the portraits were great. It's her. With it's the her axe. with her projected sort of blue ghostly. It doesn't oh, fit yeah. right. It doesn't sit correctly on the model that they've got. It. It never mm-hmm, yeah. is convincing. It's too close to the Doom buggy. You need to put it it's farther back so that the effect video. is a little bit more shrouded and looks better. Yeah, it's it's definitely mm-hmm. like it's some also, of their yeah, first because they do that now with pretty much almost every audio animatronic. Mm-hmm. They do the backlit projection the in the head so that like on Frozen Ever After, mm-hmm. they yeah that you get a lot of range of movement without having to actually build a working mechanic into the face. So this seems like it was probably one of their first ones that they ever did. And it, it so, just needs improvement. So I like it, but it just doesn't, uh, yeah, it doesn't that, sit yeah, and, so. that and the design of her face, it doesn't, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when you compare um, the Johnny Depp animatronics in pirates to the rest of the pirates and he just doesn't fit because he, he moves better. Yeah, he's he's newer. Plus, he looks yeah. he looks like a more of a person and less of the cartoon. Yeah, he's not a not the you know? oversized mm, nose mm-hmm. and red cheeks sure. and yeah, he, he just looks like right. a weird yeah. half dead Johnny Depp, <laughs> which actually <laughs> or lately so does Johnny <laughs> Depp. Yeah, just how he looks now. <laughs> oh, poor Johnny. That's actually an audio animatronic. The real Johnny Depp now lives in the ride. That's just one of the old animatronics. <laughs> yeah. Times are hard. <laughs> so they've made a movie out of this ride, apparently. So, they sure have. Yeah. So, I... uh, so anyway, before we get on to the movie, because I don't want Jess mad yet. So tell us about the hat, hat box book ghosts. I know you've been dying to talk about them. He's been dying to tell us. <laughs> yeah, so the Hatbox Ghost was basically he was originally he was going to be an original addition um to the ride in 1969 and his his whole purpose was that his head was going to disappear and then reappear in a hat box that he was carrying. Um so it was all just going to be done with special lighting. Um I think he was mm-hmm. in for 2 days, I think the first 2 days of operation and they realized that uh, another case of the doom buggies were too close to the audio animatronic and the lighting which they just couldn't get the lighting to work right. So after 2 days he was removed. Mm-hmm, okay. Um and sort of just became a legend i think there's one home video floating around youtube an old like 16 millimeter footage of him sort of and it's not even a it's not even good video so yeah it Mm -hmm. and then he sort of gained uh a reputation well they showed him there was there was promotional photos uh and i think footage in the like disneyland tv show so people had seen the model of him oh yeah he was yeah they had him in that scene yeah Yeah. he became super popular there was merch and everything before they actually brought him back you could have t-shirts of him oh yeah yeah they 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 started adding him to everything and and you can even still get stuff in walt disney world with him on it which is kind of weird but um and yeah and then i think um was in i think 2015 he was actually finally they figured out how to do it and and put him in and see that's what gets me with the bride is that i've seen hatbox ghost now and it is basically the same technology um i think they should just revamp the bride and use the same tech but and whoever had a hat box that was clear on the outside where you could see what was in it? That's my problem. <laughs> you got to show those hats off. It's fancy. Ask me about my hat. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a, it's it was so it was forty five years after the original yeah. ride yeah. opened that they were able to make it work and put it. I back. wonder if like how much time they actually worked. That on. gives me hope for the Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> disco yes. hatbox ghost and disco Yeti. The hatbox Yeti. <laughs> okay, so after the bride and you encounter the hatbox ghost, then you do take your backwards plunge to the uh, graveyard, which is kind of the, the other showstopper scene. Anybody have any thoughts about that area? It just cracks me up. There's so much going on in there. I can't, I can't get enough. And some of them are so simple. It's just a head on a stick that just a pneumatic pops thing and... that pops up. And... <laughs> it's just funny. That's where they should put the camera. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's a great point. Of course, yeah. the singing heads. Yeah, those busts are pretty cool. Those singing busts have, I I love the update it's on great. that. They made yeah. that, look, that projection mapping looks yeah. perfect. The right distance, they look amazing. And the voice, the deep baritone voice on that is Tony the Tiger. Oh, yeah. And the Grinch. Thurl oh. Ravenscroft. Or the Grinch narrator. And the faces on those project, on the bus, I believe, are the actually actual guys singing the parts in the song. Mm-hmm. I, I like that area in, in Paris, like that as Jeff described, the oldie, old West town that you're kind of going through there and the what you're falling when you're falling backwards in in the attraction at disneyland paris you're falling into an open grave that the phantom dug for the uh, potential son-in-law that he hung so you're falling you're falling backwards into a grave and that's that uh, Mm -hmm. that's a killer at least he was decent enough to bury him absolutely (laughs) it's only it's only polite yeah. Instead of leaving him hanging in the cupola, or however you say that word. Cupola? Uvula? <laughs> yes, cupola. Francis Ford Cupola. <laughs> cupola. Um, one thing that's kind of cool is you can find there's a couple of different albums that have it on there um, available on like Prime Music or Apple Music or whatever um, that you can listen to the Grim Grinning Ghost, the graveyard song, but they spend time on each of the different scenes in, in the graveyard and let it play through their mm. whole loop so you can actually hear how the song sounds from each of those little because each Mm -hmm. of the little areas that you go past the scenes they're singing in their own style because each of those characters has a voice you can listen to yeah the sound picks up perfectly as you move along right so they've got each each track isolated uh, you can hear yeah yeah it's really cool i mean it makes the song go on forever so if you don't love the song as much as i do you (laughs) might not make it all the way through because it's like seven minutes or something Mm but (laughs) i wash dishes to that song come on i have done that too i put on Jeff. (laughs) well now we've alienated our entire female listenership. There are two people left. And there goes the other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just Jeff sitting in his room listening to himself on the podcast. And that's it. <laughs> so once you exit the graveyard, how do we feel about the uh, the new hitchhiking ghosts effect where they follow you home in your doom buggy? I like, like it. it. Versus. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. versus the old I, one. I like it. I liked the old one too. I remember that that scene really freaking my grandmother out when I was a little kid. She How they were doing she it. She was really... Uh, a little bit scared of that and couldn't figure out how they made it work Uh and freaked her out. Yeah, she'd really flip out on the new like one where it. they pull your head off and replace it with their exactly. own and stuff. Yeah, that's super cool. And then about the tiny little little Leota, who's the, little, Leota. The little yeah. tiny version mm-hmm. of some yeah. oh little Leota. It. Yeah, that's that's yeah, a that, weird she's to creepy. Me. Yeah, and her her projection is too bright. And I'm I'm sorry, I just don't get it. So is she supposed to be a doll? Is she far away from us? Like 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 forced perspective? Every time I can't figure out what the point is. I think I think she's supposed to be a doll. I think it's just one of those things that they had an idea for a creepy effect and they put it in there because yeah yeah it seems so. I mean, you gotta remember afterthought. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. it just feels shoved in. I just, it should have just actually been a doll, not a, don't bring Leota back. 
They could have had a creepy doll, like, why did you kill me or something? I don't think she's supposed to necessarily, the character is supposed to be Leota. It's just the same person did the voice. Yeah, because it's the same voice. It's mm. uh, uh, Leota Toombs. That's Doesn't what everybody like calls her. her? Mm, I see. Or, I can't maybe. remember now. Uh, well, that's what it is. I think it's because they used the face. Yeah. The new um, face. The voice yeah. was different. Because Leota's voice is the voice of the uh, evil stepmother. And then the face is somebody different. She was an imaginary. Yeah, that face is Leota too. Eleanor, Eleanor Aud- Audrey, right? Yeah, yeah. She did a bunch of voices. Eleanor Rigby? Yes. She's got a face in a jar. That she keeps in. Yeah, in a jar. <laughs> next to that drawer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I think we pretty much got to the end of the ride. Then you hop on that speed ramp and get on out of there. Exit. I love that ramp. Exit through the. And a ghost will follow you home. Yes. Of course a ghost will follow you home. Um, any other minutia or trivia that we've got? Uh, something you think is really cool that you want to nerd out about? I want that wallpaper. Uh, mm-hmm. You can find Somewhere. it online. You can get it. Yeah, it's really expensive. Yeah, it's crazy expensive. Yeah. I can't have it. <laughs> yeah, they, it's custom custom print job. I don't know where I would put that, but it's so cool. <laughs> that would make great wallpaper for an author. It would. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Dan, that wall behind you is looking a little blank. I think it needs some... Uh... Yeah, that would be good. Just one feature wall with it. Yeah. It's time to set up a Patreon account so that our can buy can you some buy wallpaper. Some wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we pretty much covered the ride. That ride um, is so popular. They actually made a really great movie about it. <laughs> and we're going to get it back to that movie mm. so one way or another. Jess, you've got, you've got 30 seconds. Tell me how much you hated the movie. All right, so... I just have a couple points that I need to go over. Um, I watched I watched the <laughs> here, 2003 or 4, I can't remember when it came out, Haunted Mansion movie starring Eddie Murphy. Um, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Um, the film... You know, what's surprising is that it was released the exact same year as Pirates of the Caribbean. And if you... If you look at both of them, yeah. Wait, if, really? I guess I never and thought And they look that. like they have about 10 years difference in technology. Like Haunted Mansion looks yes. like it was made for $5.85. <laughs> and, you know, then you look at Pirates and you're like, oh, there's where all the money went. So I I can't figure it out. They spent it all on Pirates. I mean, the movie big. Huh. I, I had no either. idea that was the same year. And Country, Country Bears, Bears, I think, that was a little before, I think. I've seen that one two times, strangely enough, um, which shows you how much shows you how much I hate the Haunted Mansion <laughs> movie if I've seen Country Bears twice, and this one I actually didn't even finish. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but like, it begins... You don't even know how uh, it ends? I do. I made sure to look up the ending. I got literally... Okay, I got to the point where they strap Madame Leota's crystal ball into a BMW in the seatbelt, and I, I literally said... <laughs> bleep you and i turned it off i was like that's it i'm done (laughs) she rolls up to him like some sort of hamster ball like she's just rolling through the yard she's just rolling through the yard and not to mention that she is played by jennifer tilly okay so you've got you've got eleanor oddly who's you know got this sort of gravitas and and meaning to her and then you've got jennifer tilly who's like serpents and spiders tail of a <laughs> Calling a spirit. And I'm yeah, just, it, like who casted this? It makes no sense. And Eddie Murphy looks half asleep. He looks like he was more interested in Pluto Nash than this. 
Oh, and yeah. Way past his prime. <laughs> he was. Oh, he yeah. Was no, you could tell he just had dollar signs going. But uh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> like the counterpoint, you've got Wallace Shawn as the ghostly butler, though. Yeah, he's but he's like a side character. He's not even one of the main characters. <laughs> and uh, it starts off with some random kid who has nothing to do with the rest of the movie, like wandering up to the mansion and he gets to the gate. And all of a sudden this ghostly voice goes stay away and blows him out and like i should have taken that as a sign right away and just turned it off like that's the movie telling me what's about to happen it was horrible so don't watch it that's all i have to say dan how did you feel about the movie well i watched it in the background when i'm working on other stuff so i don't mind it uh (laughs) i uh the 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 singing bus in the graveyard weren't terrible no they're not horrible but why do they take them home with them at the end i forgot they they strapped them on their car Oh, yeah, Who in the end, they've got Leota in the back of the that. station wagon, like, around boxes, and then they've got the bus, like, I looked Wait, it I up on you YouTube, I looked up the ending on YouTube. No, I looked you up the ending on YouTube. Yourself, pal. <laughs> and uh, I'll never do that again. That was... <clears throat> the harp... I was so excited a few years ago when Guillermo del Toro, del Toro was going to make a version, and then it that never just... Happened. Yeah. Said the I think it was still going to be, like, the focus. Yeah, it's been like eight. I years. don't think it's gone away, but uh, let's be honest. At this point, it's probably not happening. But man, that would be incredible. That dude, I believe. I would love it. I believe he. He's got the right lives tone. in a replica of the haunted mansion, doesn't he? He has a haunted mm-hmm. mansion yeah. replica. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Bob. Bob's throwing a lot of money at original content for Disney Plus. Show. Uh, let's float that out idea out there. They should mm-hmm. make it and put it on Disney Plus. Yeah, do a yeah. series even, a limited yeah. series. Oh, yeah. It could be Tales from cool. the Haunted Mansion, like and they the, do, like, uh, different ones. What was the House on sure. Haunted Hill oh, yeah. or whatever that was recently on oh, Netflix? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Do that Haunted Mansion I'd style. I'd watch that. A gritty adult reboot. <laughs> I'd watch the heck fire out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the no, movie? No, that, that, that would be Pluto Nash, Teddy which Rock. happened Mansion? a year later. Sink. And he was more interested in doing that movie. Yeah, and Dave. <laughs> Dave was around that same time, yeah, that too, where he played a somewhat space alien. I don't know if it was so much one movie sunk him as he was on a slow march to the bottom for a while. Mm-hmm. But. Well, I'm going to go see the Dolomite. I just new watched that this morning. To, looks like I watched that this good, morning so to clean my palate, and that good. is a much better movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> your yeah, I've only I've seen the yeah, trailer. The theaters and yeah. on Netflix as of oh, Friday. I'm gonna give it a go. Weird. Well, thank you for that recommendation. That about covers it for the Honda Mansion. We hope that you have enjoyed what we have to say about it. We hope that you have a delightfully uh, spooky Halloween. Uh, thanks for listening to us again this week. Make sure you hit subscribe. How will you get out of this podcast? Join us again There's next no week. Windows. Um, sorry. And no doors. It's always my way next week. Yes. Don't forget your death certificate. <laughs> this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Oh, wait. Sorry, find... guys. Whoops. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Catch us next week. And, Wrong uh, ride. Yeah. Bye. It's time to close this week's gathering of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. 
Thank you so much to each and every one of you for tuning in. If you want to become a member of our band of explorers, all you have to do is subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a rating and review, won't you? We'll be eternally grateful. It helps other adventurers find us and helps us grow our show. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.